Straya. How you going? You good? I am. It's Friday night tins with Jim. How good is this? That's right. It is NBA Australia. I am your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a very good website called codebet.com.au. Go check that out. You might have seen this podcasting mug of mine on, M- what is it, Fox Sports Lab NBA with my good friend Carlos Boozer. Had a good old chat about the All-Star and uh, everything this week. It was good. Booze gave us the lowdown on some of the parties. Go check that out too. Uh, I'm also in the paper every day, every single day. Around the entire country. Uh, I am here in Larry Armour Studios while old mate is uh, attending her cousin's 30th. She's got squid number two. I've got squid number one. I'm also a few tins deep. Should be the gig. Not there. Either way, uh, I'm here hanging out, giving you the lowdown on all the ins and outs of the uh, NBA season where we've hit the, what, 70% mark done? Because it's the all-star break. How good is this? And we rep story a bit. So what we'll do, uh, today is Michael Bridges' uh Celebration day, I guess, for the Nets. <laughs> uh, but also, really, just all-star weekend picks and predictions. I've written a big column over on CoBet. Go check that out. With all of it, we'll go through that today. Uh, we'll wrap up some games. We've got a juicy slab of that on life. Old mate, no mate, spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball, dick out of the week. We've got some yeah, nars, the unpopular opinion of the day, and our back take, yes. But we're serving up a flame grill take. And I figured I'd just sort of sit back and just go, right, where are the Aussies at? And sort of see how everybody's season's going. And away we go. Uh, and we'll finish off with a quick with Bainsey for you. To send you off into your weekend properly. All right. Good stuff. Let's get into it. Episode 880, I want to say 6. 886 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, uh, you better. So, the uh, inside the NBA crew are out there at the moment, Salt Lake City for the All-Star game, uh, but didn't stop Dwight Howard copping one from Shaq. How do you have a losing record in Taiwan? Come on now, you can't have no losing record in Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq. Ah, oh, just to fucking dunk on Dwight Howard a little bit more. They got a losing record. Somebody sent me they have a losing record. I ain't losing to nobody in Taiwan. How about that? How do you have a losing record in Taiwan? Come on now. Can't have no losing record in Taiwan. Uh, just continuing the long honored tradition of Shaq shitting on Dwight Howard. You'll love to see it. Right, let's do some, uh, what is it? The, the Daily. Whip around. That's how we start every show here at NBA Australia. Kevin Love. Oh, the end of an era, bro. They're working towards a buyout with K-Love. They're in Cleveland. Cleveland! It's a goddamn shame. Oh, I just want to be involved, man. Kevin, your team's really good now. <laughs> what do you... What's better? Donnie Mitchell. Maybe just he... Like, Donnie Mitchell rolls in and goes, this is my team. Look at me. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. And Kevin Love's like, aw, first LeBron, now this. <laughs> Where's he fit best? Miami? Uh, Chicago? Fuck, he'd be good in Phoenix. Just backing up Ke- uh, Kevin Durant. Kind of like that. Kings? Oh, send him to Portland. There you go. Done. Stretch big. Who doesn't really do much? <laughs> It'd be perfect for Portland. Oh, man. But seriously, I'm just kind of like, there's very clearly something that's been going on there because they probably should have traded him, right? Like, it's a big contract. It's a big number. If you can't get back anything for that, what the fuck has gone wrong? It's very odd. Speaking of buyout guys, Russell Westbrook. Those guys are on the uh, same UCLA team together, weren't they? Rusty and Caleb. That was a good draft. Uh, Rusty is like, yeah, I'm going to take an all-star break to sort of settle down and see what I want to do. Hey, can I talk to the Clippers? <laughs> that didn't take long, did it, Russell? Uh, so that's sort of the news. It's like, oh, yeah, the Clippers are really pretty keen on uh, Russell Westbrook. And everyone's like, no, no, what are you doing? Didn't you just do that with John Wall? Past his prime point guard who can't shoot. What do you think is going to happen now? 
Oh, pretty weird. Uh, but the weird thing is, I think Shams is kind of out there going, yeah, so, uh, yeah, the market's not too hot out there for Rusty, which is why he and Utah are kind of just, like, fucking pretty chill with it all, bro, to not do much, you know? Because <laughs> nobody wants him. Which is pretty crazy, but also makes a bunch of sense. Like, what team does he really help? And the question, like, that is the big question, right? Like, the, who does he help? The Clippers, they don't really actually have much in the way of point guards at the moment, which is slightly ironic. They did trade away Reggie Jackson, Reggie Jackson and John Wall. So it's like, oh, hey, do we have any point guards left? It's like, oh, fuck, no, we don't. It's like, here's Terrence Mann. It's like, oh, okay. Um, but Rusty kind of uh, on the outer, what, he'd be all right for the Bulls? Sure. They got nothing else going for them. Get him on the Knicks. That'd be fucking funny. <laughs> How bad would that fit? Charlotte, they've already got LaMelo. Orlando don't need him. Miami, I mean, ugh. Russell Westbrook and Jimmy Butler together. That'd be great. Uh, but se- seriously, I don't know. Like, chuck him on the clips. Why the fuck not? T. Rouse, he's gone to the Suns as a buyout. And the other sort of little bits of news, had a couple of good ones. Joey Muzz. Joe Mazzulla, actually now the coach of the Celtics, not the interim coach. Very very much seems like they came to some uh, agreement behind the scenes with Ima Udoka to uh, fuck off quietly. <laughs> uh, that's weird. Who did you root? Oh, none of your business. So, all right. Did you get fired, though? <laughs> no. I mean, yes. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I'm still waiting for Jay Williams to uh, tweet out whether or not Joey Mars is like the first Italian surnamed Celtics coach or not. Is that <laughs> after his uh, amazing tweet about Ima Udoka being the first uh, what black coach for the Celtics? Great job. I was hacked. Sure. Uh, Adam Silver says that they uh, do discipline officials for being shit at their job. We don't publicize discipline for officials, the discipline. We uh, don't think that would be appropriate. But their assignments are affected by the quality of their calls. Oh, so you just so you just make them make them ref shitter games when they're shit. That's your genius plan. Well, you're shit at your job, so go be shit at your job over here. <laughs> That's Adam Silver, you absolute fucking brain genius. That is unbelievable whether or not they progressed into the playoffs and then round by round it's impacted by the accuracy of their calls and their demeanor on the floor. Yeah, no shit. Also, find them for bad calls. Simple as that. They won't fucking do that again. Um, And then the sort of last little bits, all-star replacement gear, uh, you might have seen that we got the announcements of who is in all the all-star stuff on the weekend. Uh, you got the slam dunk. We missed, obviously, Shaden Sharp was announced a week and a bit ago uh, that he wasn't going to be in there. And uh, he was replaced by Jericho Sims, the Knicks big man. So you've got Trey Murphy. You've got Jericho Sims. Uh, there is Mac McClung from the G League, who then got signed by the Sixers to a two-way. Oh, he can't just have a straight G Leaguer in the dunk comp. That'd be embarrassing when he wins. And, of course, Kenny Martin Jr., that man has a lot of dunks in actual games. The three-point comp field was also announced, and uh, Julius Randle was a late addition to that one, which I thought was pretty funny, because like, who the fuck we got in town? Oh, Julius Randle. Uh, can he shoot threes? I mean, he can. Does he hit him? Oh, sometimes. Career 33.4%. You love to see that. Um but the vibe of the rest of the field is pretty great. Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler, there goes my hero. Buddy Heald, Kevin, fucking what up? Dame Lillard, Larry, that's a girl's name, Markinen, and Jason. Jeez, not bad for a 19-year-old, Tatum. Kind of like it. Pretty fun. Uh, the skills comp is pretty hilarious. You've got the Unsender Kumpos getting a free uh, family vacation in Salt Lake City. Oh, we'll get Yardis, and what are his two brothers? Thanasis and the other one? Costa? Nah, the other one. Alex. All right. Shit. Cool. Uh, they play against a team from Utah. Jordan, Jeremy Clarkson, uh, Colin, the Sex Man Sexton, and Walker Kessler-Edwards. 
And I guess the team of rookies as well. Paolo Bancaro, Jabari Smith Jr. and Jaden Ave. And what was the last one? That's it. The rookie teams and all that sort of stuff are announced. And we have Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. Giannis sort of hurt his hand today. I'm interested to see if he actually plays. It's going to be pretty interesting, pretty wild. Joel and B came out and said, yeah, I'm a bit hurt. Don't know if I should play. That's just code for I'm going to kick everyone's ass. Just saying. Uh, but the fascinating aspect for me, you might have missed this because it only just came out. Um, it came out on Inside the NBA tonight that reserves will be chosen first by the captains. I'm the captain now. And so when you're doing your playground choosing, they're going to start with the reserves and then get to the starters, which means it's the whole uh, who got picked last as the shittest all-star sort of gets gets negated. I'm like, that's fucking genius. Because you can't be like, oh, yeah. Well, Luki got picked last out of the four fuck, or the eight other starters. He must be the shittest one. Look at him. Ah, Luca, suck you. Sucked in again. Or Joel Embiid or Joker or something. Of course not. So that's pretty good. Nice. So we're all set up for All-Star Weekend. All the games are done. Uh, let's quickly fly through three days worth of recaps of games uh, from when we last spoke back on Tuesday night after the uh, Super Bowl. We are still waiting to do an NFL Australia because uh, <laughs> Gaz has just devolved into some soggy sorrows. But also, he's been busy. So, um, Right. If you go back to Wednesday, we had the Raptors beat the Magic Man 123-113. Wendell was good, but Teenage Mutant Yaka Pertle rolls into Toronto, turns into an absolute fucking wrecking ball straight away. 30 points, 9 rebounds, 6 blocks. Not for nothing, I call it Greg Popovich the uh, most overrated coach of all time. Teenage, you can make, uh, Teenage Mutant Yaka Pertle, one game away from San Antonio. He's back in Toronto, just dominating. Anyway, uh, the Bucks outlasted the Celtics in hilarious fashion in overtime. Big comeback. Drew Holiday, absolutely incredible. 47-3 and three steals uh, against a hobbled Celtics team. 131-125. They had no business being in that game, Boston, but they did. Kings got beaten by the Suns, 121-09. The Kings, uh, I'm getting a bit worried. You might remember I made the joke, what, well, it was a week and a bit ago, the most Sacramento thing ever would be to go, oh, look at us at the trade deadline. We're the number three seed. We're going to make the playoffs. Nothing could go wrong here. And then they get knocked. Just jumped by a couple of teams in the West, drop a couple of games. They're in the play-in tournament and get knocked out and still don't make the playoffs. Hashtag Kangs. Uh, the Clippers beat the Warriors, the walking wounded Warriors. Kawaii. <laughs> was terrific with 33. Warriors, just nothing. Uh, the Wizards beat the Blazers, 126-101, all thanks to the Extreme Zinger Meal. The Extreme Zinger Meal. 28 and 12. Yeah, I guess you could say I'm back. Do you reckon he's uh, supercharged? Supercharged Zinger Burger. You best to believe it after today as well. The Hornets on Thursday beat the uh, Spurs, 121-10. That's the uh, Wembenyama stakes right there. Spurs were more than happy to roll over. Uh, the Pacers beat the Bulls because the Bulls are shit house. 117-113. Uh, they are horrible, that Bulls team. Absolutely los horrible. They have uh, lost six in a row. And uh, we're like, oh, no, we don't need to make any moves at the trade deadline. I like where we are. Out of the playoffs. Yeah, good job. Owing a pick to uh, Orlando. Yeah, you've done a great job again, Bulls front of us. Doesn't matter who's running that team. It's a fucking basket case. The Sixers beat the Cavs in a wildly entertaining game where the Sixers shit-pumped them until they didn't, and the Cavs came fucking flying back. Cleveland! Donnie Mitchell with 33. Put the scare of God on the Sixers, and all the Sixers fans sphincters tighten up more than that last run of drives in the Super Bowl. But the Sixers still hold on to win. Um... Thanks to some, like, they, the way they closed out that game was probably more indicative than anything else, right? They sort of just salted it away really, really well. That combo of, like, Harden, Melton, Maxi, they can just sort of get buckets. I kind of love it. Anyway, Knicks beat the Hawks as predicted on this here program. Brunson is awesome, 28-9. Oh, boy. 122-101. They fucking killed the Hawks in Atlanta. Love it, because I picked it. Uh, the Celtics beat the Pistons 127-109. Tatum had 38-9-7. and 
but it was against Detroit, so that's about a 24-5-5. and uh, The Nets... <laughs> I was bitterly disappointed by the Pistons. I had them plus 12 and a half, and they lost by 18. Just a shit show. Uh, the Nets beat the Heat. Oh, you could use beating the Heat today. It's bloody hot in Melbourne. Cool change to come through, though. Uh, 127. So, oh, that was the Celtics Pistons. 116, 105, the Nets win. Uh, because there's a new sheriff in town. His name... The Brooklyn Bridges. That's right. Michael Bridges, 40 fucking five. He was awesome. What an absolute smashing it was. They just handled the heat. And it's one of those games where you're looking, you watch it, and you're like, this is the exact like way that this Brooklyn team could be a giant pain in your ass. Where Dorian Finney-Smith doesn't do shit. Spence Dinwiddie doesn't do shit. But then you get enough out of Cam Thomas. Cam Johnson. You've just got like 87 cams on this team. you got Michael Bridges dropping 45. Ben Simmons off the bench doing sweet fuck all. Seth Curry not hitting a three. Joe Harris hitting a couple. But all those wings, all those threes, they just do enough. It was crazy. It was very, very cool. Uh, the Grizzlies beat the Yaz. It's a soft J. 117-111. Jaron Jackson Jr. had himself a game. 26 points, 9 rebounds, 5 steals. Dominated. A few blocks in there as well. Just fucking causing havoc. Seriously, Kevin, Kelly Olenek had 28, 14, and 6. And Jaron Jackson Jr. went, that's cool. I'm going to have 5 steals and 4 blocks with my 26 and 9. Fuck you very much. Uh, <laughs> the Thunder absolutely shit-pumped the Rockets. 133-96. You love to see that. Nugs beat the Mavs. Milka versus Joker. Joker has the 14-13-10. The old Jason Kidd t- triple-double. Luka drops 37-9 and uh, as a, you know, four-steal game. And they get sort of just pushed out of the road. This is the thing. No Kyrie. Christian Wood, 22 minutes off the bench. Pretty handy, but they just feel a bit thin. They just feel a bit thin. That Mavs team. No, no Kyrie to sort of bail you out. Just gets a bit fucky very, very quickly. Uh, and then... What were the other ones? I think that might have been... Was that the last one of that day? I can't even remember. It's all a bit muddled now, you she. No, that's right. God damn, internet. Fix yourself. There it is. Uh, we had Lakers-Pelicans. That's right. That was the last game of yesterday. It was awesome. Anthony Davis was fucking great. Lakers looked good. And then you have that moment of like, ah, this Pelicans team just feels real shit at the moment. They're back down to 500, basically. They're 30 and 29. Spindles Ingram is like sort of cruising along. CJ McCollum's cruising along. Doesn't feel like my name is Jonas Valentunas is having much of an impact. Grand Theft Alvarado is doing sweet fuck all. You have that moment going, does this team actually really quite miss Dyson Daniels? And you're like, yes. Yes, they do. Herb Jones, kind of handy, but without the big rig out there, Zion, oof, it's just a bit wobbly. Pelicans, and the Lakers just fucking handled them. Like, LeBron was really good. He had the 21. D'Lo hit some big threes. He had 21 and 7. AD with the 28, 10 and 5 with a couple of blocks. Just one of those games where you go, yes, this is the Lakers you should be. You should be. That's what you should be. And then the final game before the final run of games, before the All-Star break, uh, the Bucks just fucking kept the Bulls at arm's length all game, 112-100, even despite losing Giannis to uh, the wrist sprain. Brooke Lopez at 33. Just like, fuck yeah, he's blocking everything. Splash Mountain dropping threes as well. It's just delighting and beating the shit out of Nikola Vucevic. Uh, The Wizards came back and fucking killed the Wolves. What an embarrassment. It was hilarious and bad and exceptionally dumb. And uh, seriously, they didn't score for the last two and a bit minutes. What are you doing, Wolves? Brad Beal just goes off. The Wolves just stink. I'll talk about them again later. And finally, the Clippers, in a really impressive game, just beat the Suns, 116-107. Kawhi. <laughs> Missed all of his first nine shots, then hit five of his next nine, ends up with 16-9-4. Paul George with the 26, 26 for uh, Terrence Mann. And you're like, yeah, here we are. This is good. Oh, jeez. You're a bit worried. Eric Gordon doing some stuff. Bones Highland causing havoc. 
pretty funny. Uh, but the Suns just not quite there yet. The Paul Booker Aiton sort of vibe. It's like this is way too much Josh Okogie who's playing out of his ass. This team is just a bit, I don't know. While Booker sort of recovers from coming back from his injury, can't trust him. That's why I picked the Clippers in this game. Uh, look, Booker had the 19-9, but he shot 6 of 16, 1 of 6 from 3. T-Ross had 16 in his first game as a son. Still not enough. All right, let's do some uh, NBA Australia Pro Performances of the Week. What do you recommend that? <laughs> That's not a nice. That's a nice. Oh, yeah. It really was. Michael Bridges, 45. That was absolutely massive. As I mentioned, it's a big win, right? You're beating the Heat. This is the team that you could probably end up facing in the playoffs if you just don't shit the bed and you vaguely figure out what's going on with Ben Simmons. Um, but 45-8-5, and five, he was fucking incredible. I'm just saying. Drew Holiday was also amazing in that game uh, against Boston. Look, Boston had none of their stars out there, obviously. Uh, Tatum was out with an illness, uh, still recovering. Brown with his busted face. They all came back for the next game. But um, Giroud, the career high, made eight threes and 40 points. He was so good in that game. Kawhi with a 33 against the Warriors. Bit no-name, but the way he sort of played, you look looking at this, like he and Draymond are dapping each other up as they're running back on, like, I think the Clips are running back on D after a made shot, and Draymond's like, that. Kawhi, I'll pay you. That was pretty fucking good, mate. So high fives as they run back. I'm like, this is a bit too matey for me, but Kawhi was awesome. And Brad Bill, so 20 points down the Wizards were. Wizards don't score for basically the last three minutes, and they get fucking killed by the Wizards. Unbelievable. He had 35, 6, and 5, and three steals and shot 50, 50, 100. <laughs> so, yeah, not bad, not bad. How about Spud of the Night? Spud, 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 of the night. Well, there was Kawhi there for most of that game, which is pretty funny. Jokes on you. I've got the win. 5 of 18 in the end. But Mike, a couple of old-timey point guards for me were the ones that you're just like, hey, boys, what's going on? Are you just already packing up for the All-Star break? What's going on here? Chris Paul, 5-3, 11 assists, 4 steals, shot 2 of 8. It was a minus 7. He did go past Michael Jordan all-time for third in steals. Uh, Mike Conley went for 0 points, 2 rebounds, 6 assists, went 0 of 6 for the Wolves. And you're like, what are you guys on about? Uh, Conley looked good for the Wolves, and then at home it's like, you are the reason they shouldn't be falling apart, I thought. Anyway, uh, Trey Murphy went over six. Oh, that's right. And this is my favorite aspect. We had a couple of dunk comp guys who were very clear, clearly thinking about other shit. Trey Murphy went over six yesterday, planning his dunk comp stuff too much. And Kenya Martin Jr. went one of nine. Doesn't exactly bode great for the no-name dunk comp we've got coming up, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they just combined to shoot one of 15. How many dunks are they going to fucking miss? Anyway, but of course, as always, we'd like to thank Ayo, Dasunmu, Derek White, Killian Hayes, and Taito Washington for shooting. Yes, they all shot 311. Old mate, no mates. 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 I can't believe how tough it was in Brooklyn, but I just like the grind and I get emotional talking about it because I just love the grind. So fuck off, Kevin Durant. Oh, man, I just love the grind so much. Like The grind was so good. And, like, you know, it was just a really tough time for me in Brooklyn, you know. Like, I was coming back from that Achilles, getting paid $30 bucks to not do anything and just rehabbing my Achilles. And then I demanded, like, to run the organization. I traded away, like, our only good young big, Jared Allen, to go get DeAndre Jordan. And me and Kyrie completely fucked up the entire franchise. And then we asked to be traded. Yeah, it was, like, really emotional for me, you know. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, I'm one of the best players to ever play the game. 
Yeah, but you're also a bit of a fucking dick, aren't you, Kevin? Anyway, uh, refs in that Cavs Sixers game are all mate no mates. Uh, Darius Rucker, Judy Garland got called for a reckless closeout on DeAnthony Melton at one point. It can't be a reckless closeout if he closes out, hits the ground, and then moves out of the shooter's fucking way. What are we doing here? It was upgraded to, upgraded to that flagrant one vibe, right, of the uh, reckless closeout. It's like, what are these fucking refs doing? And then you have Adam Silver go, oh, no, nah, we don't need to discipline our refs in public. He's like, I don't know, maybe you do. I think I tweeted out at that stage, like, can we replace a ref crew at halftime? There were like three or four just horrible fucking calls. We like, I, it doesn't matter who like I'm going for. Like, these are just objectively fucking bad refs. What are we doing? So a bit of an old mate, no mate situation there for me. Uh, pantsing of the night. Oh, don't do it to him. <laughs> oh, don't do it to him, Wolves. Oh, no, Wolves, you've just gone and done it to yourselves. That's right. It's a self-pantsing. Who loves a, a good self-pantsing? I do. I do. Because the fourth quarter of the Wolves uh, is pretty rough. You know, <clears throat> you're up, I think, eight with about six six minutes to go. Like we should be, you know, should be okay. Ah, oh, they've pulled it back to like four. We've got it back up to six. Oh, no, no, it's okay. We're still up five, like three minutes and a bit to go. And then you just don't score. The panting is Mike Conley misses three-point pull-up shot. Anthony Edwards misses 11-foot two-point shot. Uh, Kyle Anderson, bad pass. <laughs> Anthony Edwards misses three-point shot. Anthony Edwards misses three-point shot. And you guessed it, Anthony Edwards misses three-point shot. Final score. That's right. The Wizards have just scored 15 points in the last three minutes 20. And you scored four. That's a Panson. Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. You're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, not Leangelo Ball. That bloke is currently last in field goal and three-point percentage for the Greensboro Swarm in the G League. And Terrence Mann, though, is better than Lonzo Ball. 26 points, four rebounds, three assists, shot 10 of 12 today. Outscored Booker and Chris Paul combined. He looked awesome and was better than Lonzo Ball. How about Dickhead of the Week? Dickhead of the Week! It's always a lot of pressure because I'm one of the best players to ever play the game. No, you're a snake, Kevin, who jumps teams at the fucking slightest hint of anything being tough. You fucking giant crybaby. I love... Phoenix, I love the Suns, I love their colour scheme, but don't forget this entire moment of like, looking back on Kevin Durant's uh, career and going, alright, so yeah, cool, okay, see, oh god, he went to the Warriors, the team that was 73-9 and nine and knocked his team out in the fucking Western Conference Finals, what a fucking idiot, then he bounces after a couple of years, oh, it's not even really my team, <laughs> <laughs> Shush, Kevin, you fucking sook. Oh, go team up in Brooklyn with Kyrie. We'll run the entire thing. What'd you actually do? You run it into the fucking ground, you numb nuts. Oh, it was really tough there, man. I get really emotional thinking about it. Shut up, sook. Jesus. Uh, speaking of sooking, oh, I wish KCP was coming to Salt Lake City. I wish Jeremiah Murray was coming to Salt Lake City. I wish Aaron Gordon was coming to Salt Lake City. I wish I wasn't going to Salt Lake City. Me, me, me. Mike Malone. Have a fucking sook as well. What is everybody's fucking problems having a fucking cry? Oh, it's all so hard. I've got to go to All-Star Weekend and a couple of my guys. You know, shut up. Fucking grow a pee, you bunch of babies. All right. Yeah, no, I was after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington. 
or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do it. Susamia and Nas brought to you by the oh, the NBA Strayer Shop. That's right. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch. 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 Buy a t-shirt through the socials, through the uh, website, nbastrayer.com slash shop. All the good stuff. Um, I'd like to thank all the folks who have actually bought a couple of uh, t-shirts of late. Appreciate it. Very handy. Got to keep the fucking lights on here, bro. Uh, got a couple of good ones, listener ones this week. Uh, Mark Willoughby, Jimmy, yeah, nah, Ben Simmons will retire after his current contract is up. Yeah, nah. I mean, he probably, you know, if he doesn't get any better, maybe he should. Um, do you think this gets, it's his choice? Like, everybody will have been watching... The way Brooklyn has fallen apart. Well, at least the Brooklyn experience for Ben Simmons has fallen apart, right? Like Brooklyn are flying. They're fine. But if you're like, hey, Jim, what would be the ideal situation for Ben Simmons? I'd say, well, put a bunch of rangy wings around him and let him fucking go hammering tongs. You're like, well, geez, Jim, isn't that currently Brooklyn? I'd say, yes. Then you'd probably go, well, what's fucking wrong then? I'm like, well, probably something in his noggin. Very clearly. Jacques Vaughan came out, as we mentioned at the start of this week, going, yeah, I don't know what to do. This motherfucker's out here, doesn't know what he's doing. Like a f- You have like flashes of it as well, where you're like, oh, there he is, he's- that's Ben Simmons, and then it just disappears. Two years ago, he was good. Now you've got people going, oh, I just feel sad for him. I don't. Fix it. Go see somebody, talk it out, work through your problems. This shit isn't rocket surgery sometimes. We all understand that mental health is a big issue. And if it is something mental that is like maybe holding you back, being afraid of shooting free throws, being afraid of shooting threes, shooting in general, or if it's just injury-related, look, you got to let him work through that. Play through it. Are you convinced that Ben Simmons is doing absolutely everything within his power to fix that? (laughs) I'm just asking you that question. I'm not convinced. So Mark's question about will he retire after his current contract is up. Well, he's got two more years after this, right? 37 million, 40 million. Uh, So heading into 2025, you'd be an unrestricted free agent. Uh, What other team would be like, well, you should definitely give him a chance, eh? You know, it's like, cool, maybe uh, go join fucking Dwight Howard in Taiwan. Come back and play for United. Uh, But (laughs) he'll be fine. The talent is there. This is the thing. I think you let him get his, uh, let him get his mentals right. Let him get his physical stuff right. And hopefully he comes back. And that's all you can sort of do. And that's all the Nets should be doing, right? Putting, doing everything in their power to ensuring that helps. But of course... A lot of it falls on Simmons. Like, you've got to be willing to be helped, I think, as well, you know? And I'm not convinced that that's a position that he's in. Hey, uh, this is a good one. Is it weird that Kevin Love wants out of Cleveland? Yeah, nah, yeah. Cleveland! Is fun. Cleveland. Cleveland! Are good. I'll be like, yeah, let's fucking kick it. (laughs) Oh, I'm not getting enough playing time. Kevin, you're very rich. Surely this would be a better situation than most other ones you could go to now. I'm just saying. Uh, does Russell... Look, Kevin Love on, like, Miami, sure. They need a shooting big. That makes sense. I mean, elsewhere... What, are you going to go to the Knicks as a backup to Julius Randle? You go to Chicago with Russ. UCLA, UCLA reunion. Wouldn't that be fun? You go join the Clippers shooting big. They just keep adding old guys. <laughs> uh, you could join Russ there too. Uh, but speaking of which, does Russ work on the Clippers? Yeah, nah. I mean, does he work anywhere? Probably not, does he? Nah. 
I just can't quite see that working with like uh even like despite having like Kawhi and Paul George on the wings, which obviously would have been awesome in twenty seventeen, but it's twenty twenty three uh twenty twenty three, not quite the same vibe. Zoobs has been sneaky awesome all year. They've brought in Mason Plumley. He'll be fine. They've got Eric Gordon. I guess their point is like we'll get a point guard who can sort of bring the ball up, do our thing. It's like have you watched Russell play? <laughs> He's just not very good. He's liable to either shoot or turn turn over like the ball and get you out of a series he's used to win it against someone like Denver or something. So a little bit worried. Uh, is Paul George bang on? He's clear about his goal. He's a championship with the Clippers. 100% will outweigh a championship being with the Lakers. Bringing the first championship to this part of LA would be legacy-defining, he reckons. I mean, yeah, if your legacy is to be the shit team in LA... It would definitely be defined by, well, we brought a championship to the shit team in LA. <laughs> Congratulations, you know. And then we had a great one from Scotty Baxter, NBL Australia. Will Xavier Cooks make it to the NBA, Jimmy? Yeah, nah. I think Cooks is a great chance to make it to the NBA for the simple fact that his athleticism and basketball now is fucking top notch. And he does seem to have like that sort of maturity to his game where it's like it probably just needs like that hint of more polish like the crazy part is like the fact that it tells me that you can win the NBL MVP and it's still so much more room for his game to grow just blows your fucking mind I love it but Cooks is really fucking good and I think he should get a shot the avenue is going to be interesting like if it's a Jack White kind of like vibe of like a two way off he goes kind of dig that that's probably the best way to go about it. But man, he has looked fucking good at times. I'll tell you that much. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun as hell to keep watching him sort of grow, develop. And as I'm uh, taping this, the Type Ends Kings game too is on right now. And just watching him at different moments, you're like, yeah, this is fun. Good to see the prawn out there as well. Sean, Sean Bruce, friend of the program, absolute legend. Sydney are down eight and a half minutes to go on the fourth. Down 13. All right, I'm popular opinion of the day. What do you reckon? Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Ah, Come on, and John Stockton might be two of the fucking worst shit blokes to define a define a franchise. Calm alone, and he's weird. Hang on a second. Did he root miners? What are we doing here? Kind of vibe. Not great. And John Stockton, absolute fucking lunatic. Like a hell of a year to have the fucking all-star game in Utah in Salt Lake City go, well, here's John Stockton and Carmel. It's like, oh. uh. <laughs> Can we roll out Greg Ostertag? All right, there he is. Oh, boy. Just a bit on the nose. At least Carmelo came out and said, I'm on a mission to take care of my retired brothers. If someone has financial hardship, what can we do about it? I can't execute the plan, but I'm going to put it in plan. I'm not going to take no for an answer. It's kind of nice. I also feel like Carmelo would also be very much of the uh, sort of ilk of person to be like, oh, well, it's all about individual responsibilities. Like, did you individually take care of your money? <laughs> so now Carl is out there looking out for others. Are his retired brothers 17-year-olds? I don't know. Uh, Outback Steakhouse. Jesus. Settle down. It's Friday at Outback. You know what that means? Oh, yeah. We found some wombat poo. That's right. It's square. And we'll put it on like a little fucking, you know, toothpick. Bang it in there. What you do is you deep fry it. It's actually fucking delicious. That's right. It's wombat shit, but it's entrees only at Outback. That's right. These Americans are going to lap it up. We'll call them wombat squares. They won't know the difference. Only at Outback. And today's flame grill take is, that's right, the Kevin Durant trade will eventually be known as the Michael Bridges trade, where the Nets fleeced the Phoenix Suns for four first-rounders, a swap, and a nascent superstar in Michael Bridges. Only at Outback. I mean, to be honest, Bridges going off for 45 was 
fucking wild. Against the Heat, in three games as a net, he's averaged 25, 6, and 3. He shot 54, 57, 87. And he's dropped 20 plus in 12 of his last 15 games. Michael Bridges is fucking good. Kind of love it. All right, quick train player watch all star preview, and that's it. We'll get the fuck out of here right after this. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do it. The Australian player watch now. Take a bit of stock uh, where the Aussies are at so far this season. Obviously, we've had a huge year in some places. The emergence of Josh Green, the return of Joe Ingles, the return of King Deli leading the Kings to the promised land. And then you've got a couple of downers. You've got Ben Simmons just really box hill bricking it up. Patty being sort of uh, shoved aside by Cam Thomas and... Uh, a more than willing Jacques Vaughn. And here we are. But, on you know, Dyson Daniels' rookie year sort of hitting a bit of a uh, wall with the with the injury. But that's all right. You'll take that in stride. Uh, but Simo is averaging 6.9. Nice points. 6.3 rebounds and 6.1 assists. He's averaging a 6-6-6. Six, six, and six. Far be it from me to say that that's the devil's number. <laughs> ben. Oh, who put the devil in you, Ben Simmons? You know, he's got to break up the deal with. He's got a sore back. He's, he's got shaggers back from Maya Jama, and then she breaks up with him. He's trying to chase after the fucking ring. There is a bloke who has had a shit couple of years. Two points, four rebounds, four assists, five fouls in 20 minutes against Miami, Ben Simmons had. He's getting to the point where it's like, ah, fucking hell. Is this guy unplayable at times? It's worrisome. And if you can't be in a position to succeed in this position that you're in right now, where it's like built for you to succeed, where else is it going to fucking work? I ask you. But anyway, the Simmons vibe as well, don't forget, is his... uh, Made field goals versus fouls. Uh, fouls are still leading, 139 to 133 made field goals. Averaging a 6-6-6. Six, six, and six. I hope he figures some shit out. Paddy Thrills, Paddy Mills hasn't played against uh, Philly back on Sunday. He's averaging 5.8 points, 1 rebound, 1.3 assists. He is shooting 36.8% from 3. Pretty good. You'll take that. And just basically sort of across the season, you're like, yeah, pretty good. Not great. Could use a couple more opportunities. Jacques Vaughn very clearly is like, cool, we'll go to Cam Thomas for our, you know, water bug scorer off the bench. And Cam Thomas is like, cool, I'll just fill it up and away we go. That's what he's been doing. So Paddy's kind of been shunted aside. I wouldn't, like, I don't mind Brooklyn keeping him just as, like, Ben Simmons, like, uh, shrink vibes just like can you be his like guiding fucking light here patty and help him out and patty being a legendary bloke would be like of course brother i got you so that's his lot at the moment uh rock him suck him block him jock him landau might win a ring this year two points one rebound one assist i think it's clippers today and then back on wednesday against the kings i guess his old buddy dally uh oh one from the floor in that one too it was over one in that other one too over one from three that game two rebounds one assist Doing doing a very good job coming off the bench uh, for the Suns. Just give him a nice little burst here and there. Just doing enough. Big bodied. Causing some havoc. You'll love to see it. Dyson Daniels still out with his uh, ankle. And uh, that's been three weeks now. So hopefully he's back soon. Had been having a very good rookie season. Just sort of doing a little bit of everything. Had had a couple of, uh, you know, wobbly minutes, moments, probably sort of through the back end of December into January here and there, but also some really good games. So hadn't quite hit a bit of a rookie wall, but the rookie wall was sort of uh, showing its face (laughs) and going, hello, remember me? And you're like, fuck off, rookie wall. Leave him alone. Uh, But still, can do everything on the floor. 
and the Pelicans need that right now. Uh, Jack White, boom, 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 boom. Got another one trillion the other day against Dallas. Uh, he's the human victory cigar for the Nugs at the moment. Love that for Jack White. But, you know, he's uh, hit five points a couple of times this season, the career high, causing a little bit of havoc, showing what he can do. You'd love to see it. The old uh, Duke captain, Melbourne United man, doing good stuff. Uh, Aussie Matty T. Rolls into Portland, causes a stir with that 14 point, six rebound, two assists, three blocks, and a steal debut. Uh, backed it up with a 2.4 steal, one assist, one rebound effort against the Wizards in 30 minutes. He went 1 of 4 from the floor, 0 of 3 from 3. That's the good and the bad of Matisse. He's had a pretty fun year where Doc didn't really trust him. The shot would come and go here and there. That's all you need. You just need that shot consistency, and he'd be an absolute fucking destroyer of worlds would Matty D. He'd be the absolute perfect 3 and D player because the defense just is like Bruce Bowen level shit. So anyway, uh, Matty Delavidova got out there this week against Phoenix. You'll love to see it. He, he racked up another 1 trillion. Uh, the one zero 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 zero. But the Kings, look, they need a bit more of his leadership. You know, every time he's gotten out there, he had that 7-point game earlier uh, this month uh, against the, I think it was the Pels. So he is hoping that he keeps it rolling, keeps them rolling, makes the playoffs, and takes them to the promised land. Jinglin' Joe Ingles, he had 5.7 rebounds, one assist, and one steal today against the Bulls. And then that backed up that Boston game where he went 8 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 5 fouls. Tough one. Andy Strain bias. Uh, tap Blake Griffin on the head, who had a bit of a sucker. Oh, fuck off, Joe. <laughs> and Joe's like, sucked in to get. 3 of 7 goes Joe in that game. Shooting the piss out of the moment which is uh, actual code for he's not shooting very well. <laughs> he's 22% from three so far in February. After he went 43% in uh, January, so he'll be fine. Jingles is sort of just like everything is gravy as he works his way back into form for the playoffs, hopefully. Uh, 6.3 points, 2.7 rebounds, 3.3 uh, assists. He's doing all right, under 40% from the floor. But Jingles, he's a good element when he and Jay Crowder sort of have that big wing rotation spot for the Bucks. It's going to be pretty important for them. Josh Green! Greedy! Scott! Uh, a couple of tough ones. He went that 3-11 on Tuesday. We played the old 3-11 for Greeny. Uh, that 6.4 rebound, 4 assist game against the Wolves. And then against Denver, yesterday he had 6 points, 2 rebounds. Uh, shot 2 of 8, 2 of 5 from downtown. But Greeny has carved out a good role there in Dallas as the stopper. And I think this would just be the case of him trying to figure out his new role, right? So he's starting a lot more. Uh, Kyrie in and out of the lineup at the moment. Kyrie's got all-star game this week, all this sort of bullshit. Got a built-in RDO, I think, this week too for it. Uh, Luca Greeny's just sort of got to you know figure out where he fits in and do his hit my threes, do my dunks, get the fuck out of there. 9.2 points a game, though. Legendary. And Josh Giddy, the mop-top mamba, 13-3-6 against Houston yesterday with a block and a steal. They came after that 17-7-4 against the Pels the other day. But he's averaging 16.3 points, 7.8 rebounds, 5.9 assists. Incredible numbers. Almost shooting 50% from the floor. He's at 49. And shredding. The three-point shot has dropped a little bit in February, shooting 25%. He shot 32.6 in January, 43% in uh, December, and only 23% in November. So it's just like, you know, a little bit of a roller coaster with the threes, but I think the sign that he's like still shooting them, trying, it'll be fine. So he's having a good year. The most improved is probably a bit off. The all-star candidacy probably dropped off a little bit as well, but I'm just saying, keep an eye on him for next year. All right, there you go. Let's leave it at that. We'll go do some uh, Penny Mills Game Day Ball, a Game Day Twitter check-in, and then we'll just set you up for All-Star and get you fucking out of your hair. How good? Pretty good. Let's do it. All right, Patty Mills Game Day Ball, a Game Day Twitter check-in. Now, you might remember the other day we checked in with Patty, and he was uh, showing off the digs oh, and the misses. Anything I'll do, I'll do for you. Uh, he... Has been tagged with his misses. Misses basically got a top off. They're standing in front of frame 10. Looking smart. Looking schmick. Looking good. But then also Patty, another one. Day four at NYFW. Just standing out there. Looks like out on the East River. Good job, Patty. Keeping the dream alive. All right, let's do some uh, 
All-Star Weekend Preview. All-Star Weekend Preview. All-Star Weekend Preview. Thanks, Inverton Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How's it all going? Oh, it'd be good if I got some sleep and a couple more tins. Where's this one? There it is. Oh. Good stuff. Who loves a kaiju crush? Oh, I do. Uh, what do we do? We went on the picks. I had that up before. Where is it? Uh, we went over the last few days, 12 of 18. We got absolutely slaughtered by the line picks for Wednesday's games. But head-to-head, we fucking destroyed Thursday. 9 of 10, we picked all the head-to-heads. And then 2 of 3 today as well. So 1 of 5 against the line on Wednesday. 9 of 10 head-to-head on Thursday. 2 of 3 head-to-head today. And now we're going to the All-Star break. So All-Star break is awesome. It's super fun. It's a bit of silliness. But I do fucking love All-Star. Something more relaxing and fun about it after all the uh, all the sort of vibes of the trade deadline where it's like, ah, oh, yeah, who's got where? What do you do? Very serious stuff. It's like, all right, now let's have a bit of fucking throw the ball up, do some fucking sick alley-oops, giggle, have a laugh. Off we go. So, what are the predictions? Absolutely love it. I think, as I said in the article, there's nothing quite like an NBA star, NBA All-Star Weekend to deliver more highlights than a Brighton hair salon. Uh, enjoy that. And, of course, there's a uh, bit of a typo in there. It's always pretty funny. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, uh, so we obviously start off on our Saturday with the uh, Rookie Rising Stars Challenge, the Rookie Sophomore Game. Uh, this has now changed where you've got the squad sort of Mix and match between the rookie and the sophomores, and there's a G League team in there as well. You got Power Gasol, Joakim Noah, Jet Terry, and Darren Williams. Uh, if you know me, my Darren Williams uh, apathy is well documented. The pick here for me is Team Joakim Noah. They've jo- got Josh Giddy, but they've also got Evan Mobley, Jabari Smith Jr., Jalen Williams, Jeremy Sohan. They've just got fucking length, size everywhere. I just think it's going to be really hard to score on them as well as, like, score against them. <laughs> so, yeah, like, score on them. Stop them from scoring because they're fucking bigger than you, and away you go. So, But you do get to see Scoot Henderson in the G League. Off we go. And the G League Ignite, guys. That'll be kind of fun. But the Rising Stars Challenge, it's, like, a pretty cool weird mix. I like Team Pow. Like, so they do their weird knockouts. So it's like a mini tournament. you got the four teams. The two winners go through to face each other. And... It's kind of fun, kind of cool. But the uh, the squads I think we've got for uh, Pau. Team Pau is the other one that I like as well. It's like Jose Alvarado, Paolo Banquero, Scoob, Scotty Barnes, Jaden Ivey, Benny Matherham, Keegan Murray, and Andrew Nemhard. But Team Joking, you've got Jalen Duran, Giddy, Q Grimes, Evan Mobley, Jabari Smith Jr., Jeremy Sohan, and Jalen Williams. It's just, it's long, it's scary, it's just good. Jet Terry, you got Scoot, you got Mac McClung, <laughs> sure. Team Darren doesn't have Jalen Green because he's injured. Bones Highland thinking he's the best player out there. It's like Franz Wagner and nothing else, like fuck Darren Williams. So there you go. Uh, so I'm going Team Joe Camp. He's at four bucks from where I can see, so I'm all over that. Schools Challenge, you got a team of Utah Yaz. Jordan, Jeremy Clarkson, Colin, the Sex Man, Sexton, Walker, Kessler, and a team of rookies, Paolo Bencato, Jabari Smith, and Jaden Up against the Unter de Kumpos, getting a free all-star family vacation, which is kind of neat. Um, I think it's Thanasis and Alex. Alexis? Sure. They're going to get creamed, because one of the uh, things is you got to shoot. So remember, the skills challenge back on Saturday. So that's Friday. I think the... Uh, celebrity games on the Friday night. So Saturday, you go to the skills challenge. It's made up of what, three things. There's going to be a car in the middle this year. You're going to have a relay. You've got a passing challenge. You've got a shooting challenge. And if there's a weird tie, then you have to do like a half court shot or a long shot or whatever the fuck it is. I really like the rookies in this because that sort of weird combo of all the skills that you need. Sure, Jordan, Jeremy Clarkson, Colin Sexton and good and handy. They all might, you know, also might be just a little bit too cool for it. 
the rookies will be out there just going fucking hammering tongs. You know the Onsen and Kumpos will be as well, but at the same time, I just like Paolo, Jabari, Jaden Ivey, and everybody just to give their all, be on top of it, and win that because I think that combination of talent, length, size, and skill is just a little bit unbeatable. They're two bucks fifty. I think the Jazz team was the favorites at like a dollar ninety. Under Kumpos or rank outsiders, but. I'll take the Rooks. Three-point shootout. Now, this is a good one. Tyrese Halliburton, Hero, Healed, Kevin fucking Hoyda, the Ginger Ninja. Uh, you've got Dame. You've got Lowry. That's a girl's name. Mark, man. Julius Randle and Jason Tatum. My three to get through to the final, I like Buddy Healed, Kevin Hoyda, and maybe Dame. Dame is just going to be sitting there going, this is great. I don't have anybody guarding me. Let's fucking go. I think the sneaky ones are Tyrese and Tyler. There goes my hero. They both have very quick releases. They can fire it up. Let's go. Don't mind hero with a bit of that swag, but I think Buddy can still win it, right? Like he, I think, as charge back into favoritism, a lot of these, they keep moving pretty substantially as well, right? So I think Buddy's the highest three-point percentage this season. I like Huerta, though. He's smooth. He's quick. So I think they're my three. Healed, Huerta, and Dame, and I think Buddy just wins it. But keep an eye on here on Halliburton. Wouldn't be surprised if they sort of uh, busted it open. The dunk comp, Kenya Martin Jr., Mac McClung, Jericho Sims, Trey Murphy. Kenya Martin Jr. dunks a shit time in the game. He's got 122 dunks already in 58 games, just causing havoc. He's going to be athletic. It's going to be hardcore. I just don't know if the creativity is there. Mac McClung, the creativity will be there. The dude is a dunking fucking machine. He looks like a six foot two fucking 1950s coal miner who's in the fucking dunk comp. Could be a couple of cool small guy dunks though. Very Nate Robinson y. I like Mac McClung to make the final against my man, Big Jericho Sims. He's the backup big for the Knicks. He's just wildly athletic. He's the guy we go, oh shit. He could probably headbutt the top of the square on the backboard. You know? So. 44.5-inch vertical. Most of his in-game shots are dunks. He's got 60 so far this year. He's only played 780 minutes. Basically, though, my clincher here for Jericho is, I think that athleticism and size means that he's going to try some cool shit. It's going to look awesome. And he's not going to miss many. You might see Trey Murphy, Kenyon, Mack miss a few dunks here and there. I don't know if Jericho does. When you're that big and you're that high above the rim, you just have a little bit more of a... uh, Margin of error. Kind of like it. Give me Jericho Sims. Trey Murphy, the classic dunking swimman. He's like the sort of rank outsider. But he's also like the guy who's got like a... Uh, he's got the athletic body type that's like Hamadou Diallo, Derek Jones, Glenn Robinson, T. Ross, Josh Richardson, if you want to throw it all the way back. Like that sort of dude. He could do some cool shit. He might... Like it all depends on the creativity What if he's going to blow people's minds. So... And then the game itself, Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. This is easy for me. I'm going Team Giannis. But, Jimmy, they don't pick the teams until the start of the game. Yep, I've seen LeBron's fucking uh, evidence of his picking his teammates. It's been the last couple of years of the Los Angeles Lakers, and they've been shit. So I'm going Team Giannis. Giannis is going to have a big chip on his shoulder. 0-4 against LeBron in all-star games. I think the Greek freak goes for the jugular, gets a better, bigger, scarier, hungrier team. And they come out and kick the shit out of LeBron. Uh, But always go the over in the All-Star game when they release a points line. Jump the over. And the All-Star game MVP, uh, I really like... Look, Embiid is kind of like, oh, I'm hurt. I might take a bit of time off. We've heard this before. I feel like Embiid goes out there and plays hurt and plays angry. Starts dunking on everybody. And then he tweaks a hammy the second week back from uh, the break. (laughs) Because he didn't get enough rest. Uh, but I do like Embiid or Luka. Those ones who've got something to prove, right? Like guys who are like MVP front runners or in the conversation this year and can't quite get a look in because Joker's been so fucking good. They could really go off. I mean, NBA Kanye could uh, want to sort of razzle and dazzle and wash the shit taste from everybody's mouth about him fucking over Brooklyn. Uh, Jar Morant might just dunk on everybody. Literally everybody goes, uh, got your head, got your scalp, your head, your... Yep, I'm going to dunk on all you motherfuckers. And obliterate your shit. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and Jamarant's a really good pick, I think, at $11. Uh, but there's like, you know, dudes like Dame or LeBron, they're eight bucks as well. 
But seriously, I think it's the ones who have got the point to prove. Embiid, Luca, or Jar are probably my top three. Get right around it. It's going to be awesome. Score fest. Remember, you got the Elam ending at the end of the game where you've got your target. That's going to be fun as shit. It makes everybody compete. Gives it a really crazy sort of uh, intense ending each time round. So I'm excited. Cannot fucking wait. And that's it for us this week. Good stuff. Righto, uh, that's NBA Australia done for today. We'll be back, I reckon, try to do one Monday night after the All-Star game and then take a bit of a break. Uh, be down in the lawn this weekend. I'll be all hanging out watching all the All-Star gear. I've got some work shit Tuesday or Wednesday. So I don't know if I'll be able to do one that night. So, should be good. Can't fucking wait. Uh, let's have a look at the All-Star stuff on Monday night then. All right, that's what we'll do. So, we'll be back on Monday. Right. In the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face the IG, we're all over the socials. Check it, NFL Australia with myself and Gaz when that one pops up. You go watch our live stream from uh, the Catfish for the Super Bowl. That shit was awesome. Had a great time. Thanks again to everybody who checked it out who came along. Had an awesome time. And, of course, the Catfish for hosting us. And go check out CodeBet. That's a very good website for all your uh, odds comparison and breakdown needs of just analysis and stuff. We do a lot of stuff. We've got a great F1 article up today. I did the All-Star breakdown. We've got a whole bunch of APL. Anyway, check us a rating review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Star it, heart it, love it. Whatever you got to do, help a brother out. NBA Australia is just done by the uh, nuts and guts of my own good self here. So off we go. Anything you do to help out, off you go. Uh, big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. They rule. And so do Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated Goldmine, Ram Shackalami, Iowa, Sex I Green, Green, Green. And dozers for the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them on Bandcamp, Triple J Unearth. Triple J Unearth. There you go. Face the Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia Sports Australian Band. So should you. And I reckon we're going to a Game 3 in Cannes City. There you go. It's coming right to an end right now. And, uh, right. Support your Australian bands. Look after yourselves. Enjoy the uh, Cooking and Bainsy to finish this off. We'll talk to you on Monday after the All-Star Game. Can't bloody wait. Now... This is a shit lineup for the dunk comp, but I reckon we might have a sneaky awesome one. Just saying. Just might be a bit fucking cool. So keep an eye out. All right. Talk to you Monday, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And later, hosen. Cooking with Bainsy is filmed in front of a live, socially distanced audience. And now it's time for Cooking with Bainsy with your host, Aaron Bangers Baines. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> G'day. Oh, it's good to see the smattering of you here in the studio. This is amazing. It's nice to see you're all wearing your face mask and you're all socially distanced. Oh, that's beautiful it is. But the best part is this is Cooking with Baines and I'm your host, Aaron Bangers Baines. And look, in this here very special socially distanced episode, I'm going to get you to whip up an absolute treat. That's right. It's one of my all-time Aussie favorites. You can have it whenever. It's probably the best slab of meat you'll ever bloody eat. Because that's right. It's the secret bangers brisket Barbie Bonanza. Straight out of Texas. You little ripper. Texas, Australia, I'll tell you what. That's right. I love me a big old slab of brisket cooked up on the Barbie for about eight years. Or well, in this case, about eight hours. And it's oozy as, mate. You might think it's a bit complicated, but there's nothing less complicated than just cooking some meat. And if you really do it properly and get all your sides bang on, it'll help you keep up this physique. You know what I'm talking about. All right. So let's get stuck in. It is bloody simple, mate. All you got to do is go down to your butcher, ask him for his best bit of brisket. You might have to call ahead or even ask him. Just walk past a few days beforehand, whatever. It's bloody worth it. Get the best brisket you can. Then you duck over to the soupy. Get your gear for your spice mix. Now, this is banger spice mix. Brown sugar, paprika, onion, garlic, salt, some mustard, some cumin, and a bit of black pepper. 
and you're laughing. Get some gear for your sauce. You need some vinegar, some ketchup, or as I call it, tomato sauce, Worcestershire sauce, garlic, and some of those spices. Just toss them in. Gay fucking mad. Now, get some uh, sides. Load up with your sides at the soupy. Some green beans, some mac and cheese, a thing of coleslaw. Plenty of potatoes to get more whip than my mate Simo when he was with that Kardashian. There you go. Now, fire up your barbie. Get her up to a nice even 120. Look, you can use charcoal. You can use gas. It doesn't bloody matter. If you're using charcoal, throw in some tasty, you know, wood chips in there for some smoky flavour if you want. I personally don't give a fuck, mate. You can just chuck it on the grill. Just gas. doesn't matter, mate. Just uh, now, mix your spices together. Mix them all up. There you go. Now, rub them in all over your brisket. Now, some people like to cut the fat back. You can just leave it on. doesn't matter. Just rub it all in nice and even like your massage and my big mate Bogey's hammy after a big game. Oh, he gets you to do it and it's fucking gross. Oh. I'll tell you what. But anyway, let us sit there for a bit if you want after you've rubbed that all in. Nice looking, uh, tasty, big slab of meat. Leave it, you know, half an hour to an hour, whatever. She's right there. Bang her on. Just bang her on the barbie. Close the lid. Bit of foil underneath it and away you go. Let that bastard cook for eight to ten hours. Simple. I mean, in the meantime, just keep an eye on the temperature. Crack a slab. Check the internal temperature of the meat every so often. Water around 75 degrees once she's cooked. Neck a bunch of tens. Watch some footy. Then with about an hour until she's good, get to work on your sides. Whip your potatoes. Cook your greens. Your mac and cheese. Dump your coleslaw out. Put it all on some nice little plates. So it all looks nice and neat. It'll look special as. Rip the brisket out. Sit there for an hour. Bang. Bob's your bloody uncle. Look at this, just, oh, I'm just slicing open. Look at that bloody brisket. That is bloody mouth-watering, that is. Mate, you can put it on sliders, or you can just eat it raw, dog. It doesn't matter. I'm going to slice this up, put it on a plate. Bob's your bloody Barbie-loving uncle. It is awesome. My friends, this is an absolute bloody ripper of a banger's brisket Barbie bonanza. It is delicious, and it'll dead set impress all your mates and all the Sheilas. Don't you worry about that. All right, so <laughs> just getting stuck in. This is bloody delicious. Do it at home yourselves. You'll have heaps left over to take to work for lunch. Whatever, mate. You will love it. Just look how bloody... Look, I've cooked enough for all of you, so you're going to love it. There you go. All right, tune in next week to NBA Australia for a new recipe, and we will see you then on the next episode of Cooking with Bainsy.